Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz with your host, Gail Dixon. Tune in every Saturday, 9 a.m. for great shows about obtaining and maintaining health, business, and finance. Learn from the experts here at PIHradio.net. And now, broadcasting from the Partners in Health and Biz studio, here's Gail. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to my show. Yes, this is a wonderful, beautiful day. We are just about ready to kick this show off. We have uh, very important information to share with you this morning about the latest CD masking wearing guidelines. Yes, so this is a day that God has blessed us with. We are live and well, and we are going to just Move forward. Move forward with this information. If you'd like to, if you have a a comment or question, you can call into the studio this morning. It is 347-945-7433, Press 1 if you have a question or a comment, and you don't have to do anything else if you just want to continue to listen to the show. And thank you so much for being a faithful listener. Thank you if you are a new listener. And, yes, I am your host, Gail Dixon McBride, and we are broadcasting live from our Columbia, Maryland studio. would like to hear from you no matter where you are from, what area of the country or out of the country in the United States or out of the United States. Uh, we'd like to hear what you have to say this morning. So as more contained contagious variants of COVID-19 continue to spread across the United States, the Centers for Disease Control, or the CDC, has officially updated its guidance to recommend double masking, double masking, and the use of a surgical mask with a tight fit to maximize protection against the virus. So today we are going to discuss the new updated guidelines for wearing masks to protect COVID-19 virus. So let me tell you a few things about the new strain, the new strains. So first of all, why are the new strains of COVID-19 more contagious, which is the reason why double masking? And here's what you need to know so far. Just when things were starting to look up on the pandemic front, right, <laughs> the vaccines have been uh, released. They are out. Folks are be- beginning to get their vaccines. Many have also already been vaccinated. And now this more contagious, more infectious strain of COVID-19 has been identified in about 40 states in the United States already. Uh, So we're trying to catch up. We want folks to get their vaccine because this more contagious virus uh, is a a strain identified first in the U.K. and known as B117. So if that's not familiar to you, then let me tell you, that's the new strain. It's called B117 and, excuse me, has been confirmed in at least 35, 33 different countries, not only the states in the United States, 
but 33 countries and five. So this report says five. I've heard more than five. Yes, I know it's more than five. But uh, this report's saying California, Colorado, Florida, New York, and Georgia, and I know it's been identified in the state of Maryland as well. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, said it's likely that the B11 strain has already spread to other states. Yes, it has. He said, I think it's pretty clear that if it's in places like California and New York and Colorado, that pretty soon is going to be in several more states. Uh, this was what Dr. Fauci told Newsweek in a January 6th article. So think about it. All you have to do, if someone that you know uh, lives in California and the B11 strain is there and this person hops on a plane, they've been contaminated, don't have any symptoms, but they have been uh, contaminated and they have this new B11 strain. They hop on a plane from California or they have the B11 in New York. They hop on a plane from New York or from Colorado and they come to wherever you are, Maryland, D.C., Virginia, um, Utah, wherever, Oklahoma, wherever they're flying to, and Illinois, wherever they're flying to, that pretty soon is going to be in your state. So meanwhile, another newly identified strain linked to a surge in COVID-19 cases in South Africa is believed to also be more infectious than previous strains. So this new second strain, yes, we had we were dealing with the first, COVID-19, now there's B117, and in addition to B117, an, an additional strain is called 501V2. You can write that down. 501V2 is a new another second strain. It hasn't been confirmed yet in the U.S., thank God, but Dr. Fauci told Newsweek on January 5th that he believes it's already here. So the 501V2 strain has also been found in the U.K., France, Finland, Zambia, Switzerland, Japan, and South, Af uh, South Korea per Newsweek. So that's why the double masking. Okay, so right now experts do not believe the U.K. and South African COVID-19 strains are making people sicker or are more deadly. At least that's what some people are saying. And reports have said differently that this strain is more deadly. But this is what some experts are saying. And it's not clear if they will impact the effectiveness of the new vaccine. You know, I um, really don't know what to tell you uh, <laughs> in terms of everyone is going to have to make a choice for themselves. Get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. Get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. Well, this is the thing. If the vaccine is effective, we get the vaccine, then it will help to make the symptoms, at least that's what they're saying, and we, you know, still have not heard of anyone who received the vaccine yet and 
still was uh, infected with one of these COVID-19 viruses or, you know, but it's supposed to be that even if you you are infected with COVID-19, one of these strains, you will not be as sick, maybe mildly sick, but you will not be sick to death, hospitalization and death. So it's supposed to keep you out of the hospital and, you know, keep you from dying. So here's what experts are saying about the UK Evolve variant that's currently infecting Americans, why potentially dangerous viral strains evolve in the first place, in the first place, and what this means when it comes to staying safe. Okay, so we're going to see uh talk about that. So you may ask me why are the new strains more contagious? Why are the new strains more than more contagious? Well, keep in mind that any microorganism, like a virus or bacteria, can mutate. So that's what these viruses are doing. That's what these viruses are doing. And there can be no replication without the chance occurrence of such errors. Charles Bailey, MD, Medical Director for Infection Prevention of at Providence St. Joseph Hospital and Providence Mission Hospital in Orange County, California, tells uh, a magazine. The more a virus replicates, the more it mutates. So, mutation. A mutation is a change in the viral RNA. In other words, the virus will change either slightly or moderately or drastically, but it's a change in the virus. So what does that mean? Well, actually that means that if it's a change in the virus and we have a vaccine that's uh, only been created to really to fight the first virus, the COVID-19, then it only makes sense that this mutation may not prevent us from getting it, but it could um, make the symptoms milder if we get it, depending, of course, on how much of a change the the virus has mutated. How drastically is it a mild, like I said, is, has it mutated mildly a mild change, a moderate change, or a drastic change so you know time will tell time will tell so um well the chief this uh, person sapira narashiha md chief of infectious diseases at santa clara valley medical center in san jose california says viruses mutate because they're carried by different host cells she says being exposed to vaccines also puts pressure on the virus to adapt in order to survive. Basically, they're trying to stay one step ahead of our efforts to kill them, these viruses. But not all mutations are meaningful. Some may have no effect on the fitness of infectivity of the virus, while others may actually be detrimental to the virus. So this is what we're dealing with. So the main thing 
we all need to stay prayed up. We all need to do what we're supposed to do, first and foremost, um, in addition to praying. But, of course, we need to continue to wear our mask, even if you have been vaccinated. Because even if you're, suppose you're vaccinated, right now Moderna and Pfizer are the two vaccines that people are getting that have been approved. Uh, and people are receiving their vaccines. Many people I know, my parents have received their vaccines. But these are the two vaccines uh, that have been created by f- the companies Pfizer and Moderna, the two types of vaccines. So even if you receive your vaccine, you received your first vaccine, you, these vaccines require two two doses or two uh, shots of the vaccine spread out uh, between 21 and 28 days. So if, depending on if you got the Moderna or the Pfizer, the first time you receive it, it's either 21 days before you receive your next uh, vaccine or 28 days before you receive uh, your next vaccine. Now, the B117 strain may enter host cells more easily, causing infection. Occasionally, however, a mutation emerges that gives the new virus an advantage over the original version, such as the ability to escape detection, greater infectivity, or less susceptibility to vaccine, Dr. Narasimhan explains. And she says B117 falls into that category. This variant has 17 mutations in its genome, some some of which are in the spike protein, which is what the virus uses to bind to receptors in human cells. So are you following me? Are you following me? This B117 that has entered the United States already from the United Kingdom, the UK, has 17 mutations in its genome, some of which are in the spike protein, which is what the virus uses to bind to receptors in human cells. A mutation to the spike protein may theoretically allow the new strain to more easily enter host cells or the cells of our bodies, thereby triggering infection. Some Estimates have calculated an approximately 50% increase in infection, Dr. Bailey explained. In other words, 15 new infections from the mutated mutated strain versus 10 from the current COVID-19 strain. Okay, I'll let, let that set in for a little while. In other words, 15 new infections from the mutated strain versus COVID-19 strain, thus wearing double mask or making sure that the mask that you are wearing fit properly, tightly around your face, over your nose, over your mouth. Yes. Um, One such mutation is in the 501Y, which is in the receptor binding domain of the spike protein of the virus. Scientists believe that this mutation, this mutation may cause it to bind more tightly to the human angiotensin-converting enzyme. 
Other changes in the spike protein may allow this mutation to evade detection by certain polymerase chain reaction methods, according to Dr. Narashimaha. It is postulated that the combination of the tighter binding and perhaps the failure of some test methods make it more contagious, contagious, she says. All right, so this is some of the information that we are continuing to learn about. The more contagious strains aren't making people sicker, so she says. But Dr. Narasihan confirms that more severe illness hasn't been seen with the new variant thus far. Thank God for that. So there is hope. So let's let's stay positive here. Let's not let's not panic. Let's stay positive. But she po- points out that if more people get infected, it follows that more will get sick and need hospital care, and a subset of those will not survive. So let's do what we're supposed to do social distancing, wearing our mask, uh, washing our hands, um, you know, wearing two masks if necessary. I'm wearing two masks. And we'll talk about that uh, types of mask in a minute, continue this show. But let's see, even if the new variant is not more lethal, The fact that it can spread faster and more effectively may translate to a higher death and disability toll. To put it another way, a small percentage of a very big number can easily be much, much bigger than a big percentage of a small number, she says. This is one of the main reasons we are concerned. So this B11 strain also seems to have spread farther than experts initially thought, even before it had been identified as a new variant. This is this also happened in early 2020 when the virus was well inside the U.S. and beyond China, even before we knew it, Dr. Narasimha says. Speed of spread doesn't just increase infection numbers. It can also decrease the effectiveness of contact tracing. So I don't know if you've received that information uh, on your cell phone, on your email, but um, I believe, and I'm not sure who's sending this out, but there are companies that are doing the contract tracing, uh, contact tracing, which means if you have been exposed and they have your information, your cell phone number, your email, uh, basically they contact you and ask you to register so that if, so perhaps you went to the grocery store and someone in that grocery store had COVID-19 and you were in that grocery store for quite a while, um, they will contact you and let you know that you have possibly been exposed and contaminated uh, with the COVID-19 virus and they recommend that you immediately get tested. So this is the contact tracing. The faster any virus spreads, the more people may have been infected by the time an infected individual is first identified. And attempts to contain is spread through separation of susceptible family members. <clears throat> Excuse me. Susceptible family members or contact tracing can even begin. 
Dr. Bailey explains. So we're going to have a word from one of my one of uh, my sponsors, and when we come back, I'll share with you. Here's what to do to lower your risk. Everyone wants to continue to do what they can as much as they can. So let's have a word from Carrie G. Johnson. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And again, the call-in number to Partners in Health and Biz is 347-945-7433. Let's be creative with Carrie. Caricatures by Carrie. Available for weddings, parties, anniversaries, corporate events, and more. Children's book authors, superheroes, and cartoon illustrators, logo and graphic designer. Contact Carrie for your customized creations. Caricatures by Carrie at gmail.com. Connect on Twitter and Instagram with hashtag CaricatureCarrie and check him out. www.CarrieGJohnsonDraws.com. And we are back. You are listening to Partners in Health and Biz on the PIH Radio Network, www.pihradio.net. And I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. The topic this morning, the latest CDD mask, CDC, Center for Disease Control, mask-wearing gu- guidelines and other information that you need to know about the new strains of COVID-19 that have already, yes, already entered the United States in many states. So here's what to do to lower your risk. Basically, take all the preventative steps we've been told to do for months. Wash your hands, stay six feet away from others, and wear face coverings when it's not possible to physically distance, even when it is possible to physically distance. Um, and when a vaccine is available to you, get it. Still, Dr. Nara Simahan warns that we don't know yet if those measures are as effective against the B117, which is the new strain, and the other um, strain from, from uh, South Africa, as they were in an identical in an identical scenario with the regular strain of COVID-19. We may need to amp up these measures at a time when society is already fatigued of them. She adds that we simply won't know all the answers about B117 for some time, and that goes for any other emerging new strain. As healthcare workers and scientists, we were just seeing a light at the end of the pandemic tunnel with the vaccine rollout, and this uncertainty is unsettling, she admits. Well, if it's unsettling to her, you know how unsettling it is for us. So that of the information is what I want to share. And now um, this information you would be very interested in knowing. So let's see. Things you should know before getting vaccinated. So it came like a thief in the night, robbing health and stealing lives, lots of lives, according to Statista. As of February 10th, 2021, confirmed and presumptive positive cases of COVID-19 surpassed 24 million in America with over 460,000 deaths reported. There is not one corner of the globe that this pandemic 
immensity and darkness has not impacted. It might be hard to imagine any good news coming out of such a real-life horror story, but there is a glimmer of hope and light. As life seemed to be spinning out of control, something was happening backstage. The best and brightest researchers in the world were pouring everything they knew into developing a vaccine that would protect us from the enemy novel virus. Now it is here. However, as with anything new, especially vaccines, there are always lots of questions and plenty of considerations. And this is what we know about the available vaccines in America. As of February 7th, 7th, there have been over 62.9 million COVID-19 vaccinations delivered to the United States. The basic premise behind COVID vaccinations is to teach your body how to recognize and fight off the virus. The CDC is re- recommending that the following groups of people be offered the vaccine first, healthcare personnel, adult residents of long-term care facilities, essential persons like first responders and teachers, people 75 of age or older, then people ages 64 to 65 to 74. Next, people ages 16 to 64 who have underlying medical conditions. And finally, other essential persons who work in in industries such as food services and construction. It has not been released yet when um, the children younger than 16 years of age will be able to receive a vaccine and how effective that vaccine will work on children. Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine has an efficacy rate of 95%. This vaccine is suitable for persons 16 years or older. Recipients receive two injections, 21 days apart. That's for the Pfizer. The Moderna COVID-19 vaccine has an efficacy rate of 94.1%. This vaccine is suitable for uh, 18 years of age for people 18 years of age or older, and recipients receive two injections 28 days apart. I'm waiting for the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Hopefully, it will be approved soon because that's a one-time uh, vaccine. You don't have to wait 21 or 28 days be- to get a second shot. It's a one-shot vaccination. Both vaccines are use messenger RNA. Both of the um, vaccines use messenger RNA. These vaccines do not use the live virus that causes COVID-19. I repeat, these vaccines do not use the live virus that causes COVID-19. Contrary to what you may have heard about these vaccines, mRNA does not enter the cell's nucleus, which means it can't alter DNA. Cells receive instruction on how to make a harmless protein unique to the virus. Once copies of the protein are made, the genetic material from the vaccine is destroyed. In response to the protein, the body makes T lymphocytes and B lymphocytes that fight off the COVID-19 if an infection happens. According to the CDC, persons with the following should not I repeat, should not be vaccinated. If you have a serious allergic reaction or immediate reaction to any vaccine ingredient, you should not get the vaccine. This includes a reaction to polyethylene glycol and 
polysorbate. Although polysorbate is not in either of the vaccines mentioned above, it is closely related to PEG, which is in the vaccines. If you have a severe allergic reaction or an immediate allergic reaction after the first dose, you should not get another injection even if the reaction was not severe. Examples of an immediate reaction include hives, swelling, or wheezing occurring within four hours of vaccination. So also the second vaccination, uh, I understand, has often uh, has more severe side effects or than the first. So be be aware of that as well. So that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, basically uh, concludes this show. I certainly hope you have received valuable valuable information uh, from this discussion, and I look forward to speaking with you uh, another time. And uh, we will be having guests coming up uh, shortly, so you can stay tuned for that. Always be ready for that. And if you'd like to be a guest or sponsor on my show, please email me, goldenvoicesunlimited at gmail.com, goldenvoicesunlimited at gmail.com. And you can also uh, follow us on our website, uh, www.partnersinhealth.biz. Until next Saturday, everyone, I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. Stay healthy and business savvy. Until next time, ta-ta for now. Have a blessed weekend, everyone.